Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Enjoy the show. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get healthcare for your team, submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you will have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage uh, Experts. I'm your host, JP Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors. And today, got my buddies and partners at VA Wholesale Mortgage, Eric Tan and Daniel Solis. There it is. Nailed it. There it is. Nailed it. <laughs> um, how you guys doing? Doing well. Um, doing well. Good, man. Uh, happy Happy Masters Week. Uh, like I said through email when we were jumping on, uh, you know, thanks to AIM for booking it right when Tiger's about to tee off. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> But um, I got it on my screen over here. When Tiger tees off, we're probably gonna we're gonna listen to that together uh, because you got to watch it, man. I mean, I was thinking a lot about this, um, kind of relating. I'm a big golfer too, anyway. But just golf in general and the mortgage industry and Tiger Woods. I'm whether you're a Tiger fan or not. I mean, that's one of the best stories in sports. I think um, just all he's gone through. And to see him back and and playing in the Masters after what he went through with the car accident and everything, uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's like it's like if you get you knock you get knocked down in this mortgage world, you know, like we kind of are right now with with all the uh, volatility going on. Hey, man, be like Tiger, get right back in the game, you know. Um, so I think that's pretty cool, man. That's how I'm gonna try and relate this because I'm I'm all Masters right now, man. Oh, I'm the same. I'm a big golfer. I've golfed 15 years, played in high school and all that good yeah, stuff. Same. So I, I completely relate. Nice, man. So I always got to ask, man, uh, what, and then you can ask me like, what, what's your handicap? So I'm, I'm probably now I'm probably about a five or six. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead. Ask me, ask me what mine is. What's your handicap? My swing. So <laughs> that old gag, right? No, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably listed as like a six or a seven right now, so I can get out there a bit. Um, Eric, you play at all? Not at all. I'm like you know I only play on the best ball usually, and I'm always the one that's you know doesn't get picked as far as the ball. Driving <laughs> driving the golf cart. Hey the man, that, that hey that's fun too, man. That's fun too. Hey, um, want to hear what's crazy, JP? I do. I want to hear. Yeah. It. When I was uh when I started my mortgage career, we had our president of this company, and one, that was one of the mandatory things that he asked all of us to learn how to play golf. Uh-huh. And if we didn't know, he will pay for the lessons and all that. And I took the lessons, but after that, I never really went out there. So that's it, huh? Yeah, man. So I kind I mean, of missed out on that boat because he was a member of sense. all the golf clubs in the area. I mean, they've always said like with sales, like a lot of business is done on the golf course. Um, and I'll tell you what, as soon as I got into the mortgage world, I'll tell you my golf game went to complete shit. 
uh, just because you're checking your phone the whole time. It's such a mental sport, you know, but I, I try to get out there still, you know, try to get out there. Um, I am trying to find if trying to find the features group. He should be teeing off now. If I, if I can play it, I'll play it. I'm not, I'm not sure if I got the right stream, but anyway, we gotta, we gotta get going anyway. So all good. You don't have it streamed. Do you Dan? Uh, I'm looking right now. I got the app, but it's not. It's not Man. showing. It's not I'm showing featured group yet. I know. All right. Either way, I got it up. If it pops up, we'll play. But anyway, man, I do. I do want to learn more about uh, uh, your guys' spot. What you guys are doing together. Um, like I say, uh, like selfishly, I like doing these broker to broker podcasts because I learn a lot about it. Uh, about you guys, and I run a small shop, so this all helps me out too. So. Um, Let's start. We don't usually have two people, but let's kind of start how you guys started your uh, your brokerage. And when you guys can jump on, I know uh, what Eric maybe went to Dan was like, let's do this. Like you had mentioned. Tell me how it started and how long ago. Go ahead, Dan. Man, how, it would have been 2000. What was it? 2019. Cool. 2019. Eric and I knew each other prior. Uh, we worked for a big retail lender. Uh, I was in operations. That's where I kind of started out, grew it, and Eric was there too. And, you know, we knew each other. And I think more so after the fact, once I became a loan officer, <clears throat> Eric reached out. He, he kept in touch. Eric Eric is very good at, at keeping in touch with people. So he would always call me, hey, man, what's going on? What's the plan? What are we going to do? Do you, you know, you interested? I'd be like, no, Eric, not don't leave me alone. I'd be pacing in my pacing in my room, tell my wife, Hey, he called again. I'm not going. But, uh, there, there was one time, there was one day that Eric called and he called me at the perfect time because, you know, there was different uh, pieces changing where I was, there was different things happening. And Eric was like, Hey, let's just, let's just meet. Let's just have a, have a lunch. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget it. I met him at Kelly's tavern. Um, and as a little local restaurant here, but we, we sat down, we had lunch and he, he drew out exactly what he wanted to accomplish, what his goals were, what his vision was for, for VA wholesale mortgage. And I, I mean, honestly, you know, not to sound too cliche about it, but I fell in love with the idea. You know, I, I fell in love with it. And when somebody has a passion about something, like you can't hide it, you, you can't hide a genuine passion. And it came out right there at that lunch. And I knew that I knew right there. As soon as I left, I, Eric was like, think about it. I called my wife with a, you know, I had another, I think I had another child due the next month. And I, I called my wife. And I was like, Hey, um, probably about to do something crazy again. And she's, she already knew she's like, go for it. So, okay. I mean, it, it was right. I called right after we left the, the, the lunch and said, you know, I'm going, I'm doing it. I'm all in. So it was, uh, we haven't looked back from then from that. So that was what, like early 2019 or mid 2019? What was it? It was probably, when was that? Third quarter, like, third, uh, late third, third quarter. Yeah. Beginning right, of cool. Nice, man. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I have the same, you know, kind of story. Like I was, uh, you know, at Wells, I've been in it 10 years, correspondent, but I felt something going on. And then late 2018 is when we opened ours and really didn't start doing business until 2019. So you guys kind of saw the writing on the wall. Um, now it's not right for everyone this side, but it's, it's the big boy and big girl world. There's no doubt. 
Um, and then owning a business is, is something different as well. Um, so that's cool, man. Now, Eric, what now, like, like Dan was saying, you got, you had a plan in mind, right? Like, what was that plan? It, it seems like you're the, the organizational type type guy, right? You got, <laughs> got your stuff down. I mean, you're a vet too, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let me stop there. I mean, thank you for your service as always, man. Um, I always say, I, I mean, I, I don't have the balls to do that. So I need guys like yourself to, to do that. So I appreciate it. Um, but I would think some of your organi- organizational skills comes from that, I would think. Um, but what was your plan? What did you pitch to Dan? Well, you know what? Um, so I was also somewhat in the operation. I was a, a trainer, a corporate trainer for a big, large uh, lender as well, uh, working with Dan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we saw the writing on the wall. Well, at least I saw the writing when things are starting to move from the retail channel, what the retail channel was all about. And then, you know, hearing Anthony Casa, you know, from the Facebook, say, like, hey, you uh-huh. know what? This might be an opportunity. So I kind of dove into a little bit more and talked to Anthony and uh, Evan Wade was part of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I decided, hey, you know what? Let me go switch over to the broker side. And I work under a broker, uh, Karina Carter, CMS uh, Mortgage. And uh, I kind of learned under her and kind of see the whole entire broker's world. And you know what? I thought to myself, hey, you know what? There's a lot of veterans in this area. We can definitely better serve the veterans than this big, large, big box company. Mm-hmm. And I want that to happen for us. And we can, you know, we're okay to take a lower comp. We're okay for doing that. But guess what? We're bettering the veterans and their financial position. And that's what I wanted to do is give them a better financial position for them. And, and here we are, you know, and we've done well. And, you know, we're, we're now known in the area, in the Hampton Roads area, as one of the VA uh, loans to go to um, as far as the broker's world. That's awesome, man. Yeah, what what area are you guys in again? Go ahead, Hampton. Hampton, Hampton Roads. I would say big present in Hampton Roads. So, you know, Chesapeake, the Peninsula side, Virginia Beach. All right, cool. North- all that, you know. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. I'm right up outside Philly, so we're not too uh, far from each other, uh, which is cool. All right, so you're in that area. Um, and guess what, JP? What's we that? Just got, we just got approved by the Veterans Affair as a VOSB, Veteran-Owned Small Business, and you have to go through a lot to get that approved through VA. Now, this is certified VA now, cool. so we're we're legit veteran owned small business certified by the veterans affair department nice man congrats when uh when did that happen it happened yesterday but no, you know, no way oh, yeah, it took cool. me a while so i can have that stamp now and showcase it to people and also work with business to business business companies that are vetted by va and nice. you know, yeah being a partner with them nice man that's awesome congrats that's, i mean that's that's awesome Thank timing you. that it just happened yesterday so that that's big time man that's awesome that's cool Thank you, so tell me, tell me a little bit about your actual company right now. Like, uh, you guys started it, you know, for the most part together, right? So what's the structure like? How many employees do you have? Could you break that down for us? Daniel is the uh, operation to this. So I'm going to let have, uh, Daniel have at this one. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, Eric and I started um, when we were, we were at his house, sitting in his kitchen, having our, having our uh, board meetings. And then we hired... Uh, I think we have close to 20. Nice. I think it's about 20 employees. Uh, most of them are loan officers. Actually, all of them basically now are loan officers licensed and, and rolling. Um, we we kind of just took the, we kind of 
decided that we wanted to set up a place where an experienced loan officer could come and and not have to change the business model a ton, but also a brand new loan officer that's never been in the game could come and just pick up and run. Uh, you know, we have loan officers that go to the office and learn a lot and then they go out on their own. But we really just wanted to set up a place where no matter how long you've been in the game or how long you haven't been, it, it wasn't going to affect you starting out. And we uh, just try to be that resource. That makes total sense. Uh, we know, we all know how hard of, uh, if you've been in this business for a while, how hard it is to get ramped up in this game, right? Whether you're a new loan officer or even someone just changing companies, like there's a ramp up period, man. There's a learning curve. It's, this is, uh, like I always say, hey, uh, this is a hard industry. This isn't easy. This isn't all the shiny objects you see on Facebook. Like, oh, we're doing this. Like, like this is hard stuff, right? So what would you say, because it sounds like you're really educating your LOs, you put a system together. On average, how long does it take for one of your LOs to get ramped up? Let's say a new LO coming into the industry. And how about one that's fairly experienced? Like, what have you put together and what's the time frame for that? Man, Eric, you answer the time frame. But I think, yeah. I, I think you know, John I really... Yeah. So I really think that it's funny that the backgrounds of where Eric and I were and how we, it's just funny to me how we were trained and the way that we had our mindset of where we were prior. You know, I, I've been drilled in my mind forever that I work for the loan officer. Like we work for the loan officer, regardless if, you know, your owner or VP or sales, your loan officers are your people, you work for them. Every loan officer that we bring on, I work for. And, and it's kind of like how we run everything so that if that new loan officer comes in and says, hey, my, my brother, my sister, a family member is a real estate agent. Hey, we have a deal that we're ready to submit. Without, a, without hesitation, we have the capacity and we have the tools for them to submit a loan and know that it's going to go from application to closing fairly smoothly. And that's what we've done and we've focused on. Um, Eric's preached since the beginning that if our, if our back office isn't smooth if our back office isn't set up perfectly that it's going to create so many issues up front so we've really focused on that he stressed that um, we've set up different things to kind of help the transition as as far as that so I, up and running i mean we could have a loan officer start and submit loans but i would say as far as training we want them to be three months or so just to learn our our way of doing business and we can tailor our way to their way so that both business models mesh Nice. No, that's a good explanation because I know that was a loaded question, right? Because you have different uh, strengths of different loan officers. So I get it. So that was really for me, you know, to figure out like, all right, what are you guys <laughs> doing to get people ramped up quickly? Because like, again, it's just a hard industry on the on the front end. And like you said, that's super important. Having that back end in line can make your LOs feel that much more uh, confident uh, to get out there and get business. Cause you know, as a loan officer, if you're not comfortable with that back end, you don't feel right. If you have any type of, uh, uh, caring about the client in any way, shape or form, if you know that back end's not there, like you have this conscience, like, dude, should I even take this? Like, there's going to be, you know, what's my reputation going to be lo looking like if this, so that's great. So like you said, you almost, you almost did it backwards, right? You got the back end done first. So then you can go and be, you guys can be comfortable going and hiring because getting like almost 20 LOs in what, two, two, three years, 
that's no joke, man. Like that's that's hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been fun. Twenty four seven. Hey, we're just having we're just having fun over here. We're blessed and we're having fun. I, yeah. I think every day is extremely fun. So we got some new guys that just started couple couple months in the game, and I mean they are crushing it, crushing it. I'm jealous. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, so I get. Are you still recruiting right now? Is that part of your your uh, structure right now, or where are you at there? Yeah, we're always looking to grow, but we want to make sure that we find the right fit, right? Um, mm-hmm. You can ha- you can be the greatest loan officer, you can be the best salesman, but if you don't have the right culture, the right attitude, then mm-hmm. we don't want you. We'd rather have someone from the beginning and mold them to the loan officer that we want them to be. So mm-hmm. I'd rather go that route. So yeah, we're always opening. We're always looking for newbies that are willing to learn, that has the drive for it, and knows that you know there's success on the other side of the uh, the um, mm-hmm. accomplishment. You know, so I want to make sure that they have that attitude, that mindset and that drive, you know, they have to have it in them, in their heart, first of all, you know? Oh yeah. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, for your operations guy to say it's fun every day, you must be doing something kind of right. Right. I mean, you don't want to lose that. Like I said in the beginning, like it's a stressful enough industry. It's hard enough. You got to be having some fun. You got to keep it fairly light. But, but like you said, having the back end in, in, in line, that's going to make it more fun for everyone on the front end, you know? Yep. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So, obviously, you guys are more VA focused, right? Um, for the most part. You do it all, I'm sure. Uh, but more VA focused. Now, the one thing I know, I don't – honestly, I don't do a ton of VA, okay? I mean, we do, but I do know, like, the 1% rule. Right. So you guys are have to figure out how to keep maybe comp a bit lower and do volume. Right. Because let's be honest, you're a business as well. Right. So what are you guys doing with um, with overhead? Like you don't have to go specifically, but how are you managing that where the business can still make money? Your loan officer, loan officers are still getting paid, you know, well, and you're still following those rules, especially with VA. Like that's a balance. Right. Absolutely. And the number one thing that we said and that we will never, ever go back on is the transparency that we're going to have on a VA loan. There, there are so many different lenders out there that mm-hmm. we see, we see the estimates. I mean, we see things and it, it's, it's crazy how much money they're making off of, off of veterans. And we're okay with not necessarily making top dollar. But like I said previously, I mean, Eric and I started in his kitchen. Um, we, we started in his house and what, what he did. And now I see it now come to fruition is that he went into this, not going out and purchasing a huge office building, not going out and creating all these expenses. We started out with the bare minimum. We started out with what we needed to get the job done. And we successfully did it to show that we don't need necessarily, necessarily all the bells and whistles, Mm. uh, creating the expense. So it's more so Eric's kind of just navigated this. Uh, he, he's navigated this pretty well to keep us where we don't have to, we don't have to worry. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to worry about the expenses because in the beginning we didn't create a ton. So we're okay with taking that lower comp. We're okay with helping the veteran out um, because ultimately we don't have to cover as much expense. Um, yeah. We didn't, we didn't create a lot. 
Yeah, that's the beauty of being uh, a, a broker, right? Um, and with the tech that's out there right now, you can really run a business pretty lean, but have the good technology to still be uh, uh, very, very productive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. listen, we've all seen it. We've seen the the the, the retail type side. I mean, making 600, 700 bips on the on those government loans, FHA, VA, that's how they're supplementing the going light on conventional loans. Dude, it's it's when you really dive into that, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason. Like it's pretty messed up, right? So um, so that's where I wanted to dive into because we can't do that on the broker side. Like we are, you know, we're capped, right? It's super mm-hmm. transparent. I don't think there's any other way to be. Like throw the cards on the table. This is what it is. We're not hiding anything, um, but it's a challenge as a business to still make make money. So you have to do that with volume, and doing volume means you got to do stuff the right way. So it sounds like you guys got that figured out. Um, uh, you got to figure it out. Like what else? You know, it's cool. That's yeah, cool. we're more we're more volume than we are um, per uh-huh. loans. Um, that's the only way to do it. You know, and I think that was hammered in the beginning as a broker mm-hmm. and saying, hey, so you know, being that. Uh, information put out there for me in my head mm-hmm. so i try to keep everything as low as possible and if i can do it myself i have to go ahead and take it yeah. on and do it myself for now in the beginning until we ramp it up you know i think uh-huh. we're one of the few brokers now jp that it was that able to save enough money now that we can offer the medical benefits and the health benefits cool. and the 401k to our employees yeah how cool is that man you you can offer all that even at i hate saying lower comp but it is what it is Add a different type of comp, doing the volume, everyone's happy, you got benefits, like it works. It's almost like magic sometimes. You put in the work, you know, and you grind a bit, it seems to work out, you know? You know, yeah. if you're not fully money focused, that's what I try to say, and you really care about your your LOs, your employees, doing right by your clients, money just seems to come, you know? It just does. I don't know 100%. what else to say. You know? 100%. Yes. Well, let's talk about that a bit then um, for everyone out there. Like what, what's your tech setup then, right? Because some things cost a lot more than others. Like what are you, what are you using right now for your LOs? I mean, Eric's still using Excel. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to upgrade him a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, we, we use arrive. So okay, we have cool. the, we have the arrive set up. Uh, we kind of let, you know, if the loan officer wants to, uh, do more they can go into more tech we have one guy that has um, a ton of automation and he has a different tech setup than all of us I, I couldn't even tell you what he uses it's just I don't even know there's different names <laughs> of everything. but um, I would say in general the basic is we have a basic CRM mm-hmm. we use arrive um, we found a couple CRMs that do what we needed to do for not too much cost uh, I think I, I use pipeline pro that's I mean it's not it's not anything fancy, but it allows me to keep track of everything. And then I use uh, the originator success hammers, hammers system that okay. allows me to pick up the reviews and stay in front of clients and real estate agents. I've actually picked up some extra stuff from Google and, and real estate agents like the, the weekly emails, the rate emails. So I think that's majority of us are using that, those three things to stay in front of the client and, you know, try to yeah. get more business organically. You don't, you don't need much, right? And Eric's going to back me up on this because uh, he's the one keeping it lean. But like, you don't need much. Like, okay, we use Lending Pad. We're going to flip to Arrive at some point. But I got into the game before Arrive really was ready. Um, and listen, we have HomeBot. I mean, my CRM is basically Facebook. 
Like that's where like everybody <laughs> is. Like um, we, I mean, I still use a lot. I mean, a lot of paper still, uh, you know, writing things down. We use Google sheets or Excel. You don't need much to start. Like in today's world, you don't need much. You can do this. You know, you can be lean. You can start off with not a ton of money and you can make it work. So I think that just goes to show like, you know, you're kind of, you know, grasping for finding stuff to tell me, but you don't need much. No, <laughs> you really, you really don't need much. Um, you know what it is? I think with a lot of us, I think we're passionate about our industry and we're passionate about taking care of our clients and they see that in us. So mm -hmm. does the agents, right? The agent sees that the agents know that we're always going to be available when the agent works, guess what? We work. So having that reputation right there, it's just a word of mouth. I mean, and then we maintain it through social media. You know, we tag them, we talk to them. They gave us praise on Facebook, on social media. So mm -hmm. these are the things that is just more words of mouth than we, we don't need the high fancy texting that costs mm -hmm. a lot of money, you know, because there's a lot of them out there. It's hard to choose from. And as mm -hmm. far as maintaining our operation, again, you know, we have a guy that monitors it. You know, everybody submits their loans um, to us. And we know we keep track on the pipeline through Excel. Uh -huh. and, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really not that much, you know, people go buck wild spending a lot of money out there, you know, to make their life efficient. If they just do it in the beginning the right way mm -hmm. and build that relationship, business will be coming in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be some people that uh, in the broker side, in the retail side, obviously the banker side, they're going to be struggling right now with business fairly down with refis for the most part kind of gone, you know. Um, people, you know, that balled out are going to have some issues, man. You know, that $7,000 a month, uh, you know, office space, you know, whatever it might be, they balled out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go lean. I mean, just, and then that passes back off to the client. That's what it's about. Right. Yep. Makes sense. Um, if we jump back into the VA, I want to, I want to go back to this a bit. Um, obviously there's a lot of misunderstandings about VA loans. Uh, some myths out there. Oh, you know, there's going to be issues with appraisals, um, you know, especially in this market where seller has a lot of the leverage. Um, is there, you know, a, a few things off the top of your head that you can advocate for in terms of using, you know, having having uh, the vet user VA benefits? Actually, Danny, once you should remember that veterans that you helped out that had a hard time getting it approved. They went through a couple lenders and we had to go to the um, I think the the mayor or the Congress. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you can you elaborate on that, please? Really. Yeah. You know, again, I, I'm not I'm not a veteran, but you know, family members that yeah. were in the military, and I stand for it. I'm with it, and I I just advocate for that loan. It, it's mm -hmm. a it's a great loan, and it, and it starts with education. Everything starts with education and the knowledge. Right. But we had we had one specifically that. Um, this guy had been denied by, man, I don't even know how many, it was, it was probably a good eight to 10 lenders. And I randomly decided to do a, a Facebook. It was the first ever Facebook lead gen I had ever paid for. I made the, <laughs> I made the advertise it myself and he hit on it and we talked and I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to get this done. I, I think I can get this done. Well, you know, we got into the process and come to find out. He had a uh, he had some sort of delinquent property 20 years ago that was creating some there was something on his credit was creating a cavers hit mm -hmm. cavers wasn't clear. And 
you know, I talked to the agent and I got to give it up to the real estate agent. She was a veteran as well. And she was like, we're getting this loan done. And I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. we're going to get this loan done. She's like, I'm going to get this cavers cleared. And I'm like, well, do you know somebody that, uh, somebody way up there? And she goes, well, I got, I got a local Congress congressman. I'm going to go talk to, believe it or not. We set up a meeting with the local congressman, uh, went in there and we explained his story. We explained his situation. I mean, the, the poor guy had lost uh, two kids, uh, no, lost one kid. Then one was in a bad skiing accident, totally paralyzed. This was the only house that they found a builder to build this custom home, custom doorways. And it was the, and the only reason they were moving here is to be closer to the hospital where they're going to be getting care. And, uh, man, the Congressman got the cavers cleared. We got the loan done. They closed. It, it was, is going to be one of the most memorable closings for me ever, but it was all because we just didn't give up, give up on the veteran. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's, it's knowledge. It's just knowledge about the process. It's, it's mm -hmm. educating um, everybody that's involved in the, the transaction about a VA loan and, mm -hmm. and what they are, what they stand for the little, there's going to be hiccups on any loan. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's just education. I think about, you know, the steps in the process, what can go wrong, what might not go wrong. I mean, I don't you do. We, I mean, we do VA loans all day, every day, and we really don't have problems with them mm -hmm. uh, more than any other loan. Yes. It's about 80% of our loan is a VA. So yeah, we do a lot of them. So because of that, and you know what, we're, we're also fortunate and blessed to be in the area where this is the biggest naval base in the uh -huh. world, you know? So obviously we have to know that business, right? We have to know the VA's guidelines. In fact, I have it saved my lenders, the VA lender handbook. I got to make sure I'm, I have access to it right away if I need it uh, to reference mm -hmm. anything. But yeah, because we've done them over and over and over again, it just makes us be better at the loan itself. So it's a lot easier for us. I know that if you're not exposed to a lot of VA loans, it could get a little bit complex. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's, uh, it's just another loan that we do, and we do most of it, and we do them well. Yeah, yeah so it's, for, for – uh, go ahead, Dan. I was just going to say, it's like if you go to a restaurant and you had a bad experience, and then you went and told five of your friends that you hated this restaurant, and then they avoided it, and they hadn't even tried it. And then one of them decides to go try it, and they love it. It's the same thing. Somebody has a bad experience and then they go tell all their friends that it's, it's a, it's don't, don't even accept it or don't look at it. And, and really it's not that bad. I mean, sometimes it's a better experience than any other loan. Oh yeah, no doubt. Well, if you're an LO that wants to make sure um, uh, that they know, not even the basics, but getting into the complexities of any loan, of course, but specifically VA, is there somewhere you recommend they go to learn more about about them? Uh, I used to read the handbook. Yeah, okay. the VA handbook is one of the best ways to learn it, right? Uh -huh. And then the good thing about it is we have a bullpen, right? Because we do a lot of VAs, and one of the requirements for a lot of new LOs, they sit in that bullpen for about three months and listen to the conversation, listen to different scenarios, and go reference the lender's handbook so that way they can better themselves, you know? Because like I said, we do a lot of VA loans here. And if they come into the office and listen to our conversation with the veterans, they're going to realize, hey, okay, so in the future, mm. if I have this scenario, I can take care of it. So that bullpen has been very, very extensive for us to help educate our loan officer, new loan officer with the VA loan. The other thing is, you know, obviously there's social media, Facebook, 
Uh, I love Veravier. I mean, with yeah. you know, man. I mean, you know, yeah. they're awesome right there. He, I can just tell him, hey, join this group and look at it. Look at the questions. Look at the um, answers and what they're giving out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Chris, um, Chris is a good buddy of mine, and he's done so much for the VA uh, community as well, just with Vetted VA. Give him a quick plug. He's been great. Um, it, it's funny. I told him straight up because I respect him so much. I'm not officially you got to take some classes to be in uh, to be a vetted VA professional, right? And it's That's supposedly correct. pretty hard. And I told him, like, listen, man, I don't do that much VA. I'm not going to disrespect disrespect you and just come <laughs> jump into this, you know, because I respect it that much. So eventually, I'll get there. There's no doubt. But yeah, oh, yeah. big shout out to vetted VA. They've done a lot. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I, I've been with them for a long, long time now, and I also learned a lot from them from the group. So yeah, shout out for Chris. Definitely. Yeah, he's done a lot. I've never seen that. There's been I've been in this industry long enough where uh, there, uh, I mean, a lot of people push VA, right? We've seen it. VA, VA. I mean, there's certain I won't name them big companies that have VA in their name that might be a little bit of a jokester, right? And that's kind of messed up, in my opinion. Um, we've seen all that. They've been taken advantage of. So for for people like you, companies like you, like Chris and Veta VA, I've never seen anything like it where someone's doing the right way. And that's why I'm so glad the broker channel's back because it's so transparent. There's so many different ways to do it legit. And like, here it is. No, we're not hiding anything from you. And we got your back and we're ready to roll. So I think yeah. that's what I'm getting from you guys. Lean, mean, let's, let's roll. Let's get down and dirty. Let's just get it done because they yep. deserve it, you know? 100%. Um, all right, before I go on to the next one, here you go. Tiger's teeing off right now. <laughs> Can you hear it? No. Can you hear my my computer? Right. No. Oh, there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, feature. Was it feature? There he is. You got it? You got it up on yours? Oh, yeah. We'll go a little bit longer here. We got to see Tiger tee off. If anybody ever wants to give me master's tickets, feel free. I, I, I was there the year Tiger oh. won in 19. I've been losing the lottery for 10 years, so it's been exciting. I just keep going in it, man. I got lucky once, and I got a funny story about that real quick. So I won Masters tickets. I put it on Instagram, like, yo, I'm going to the Masters. I got a letter from the Masters committee revoking my tickets. They thought I was trying to sell them. They said, you're banned from the committee. I had to call up. I talked to a sweet uh, older lady at the mat in, in Augusta, Georgia. I had to write them a letter saying I was not trying to sell it. I'm going with my dad, my brothers, and they they let me back in. Wow! Wow! Yeah, right, here we they go. Almost, Tigers seeing off. around. Goodness, look at that gallery. Tiger sets up. There he is. Oh, he doesn't like it. It's okay. Tiger never hits fairway and still makes birdie. He'll be all right. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, bunker. That's all right. Left bunker. All right, there it is. Cool. We had good to, to see him that. back. Sorry, guys. Good to see him back. I think that's cool. It is good to see him back. Um, this is actually probably pretty good timing because the last couple questions I like to ask, um, if you've watched any of these, uh, uh, this will be good for both of you to answer. I would say, and this should uh, this should take us towards the end anyway. So I always ask, um, especially you guys with about twenty LOs. You guys are recruiting more. You're getting the right people in. If you're a new loan officer in today's world, right, or someone that wants to reinvent themselves, because you're going to have to in this environment, what's one or two things that you would tell that person something they need to do? This can be 
vague. It can be detailed, however you want to go with this one. I'm going to, I'm just going to say, you know, anything you do, you got to do it all the way. You got to do it 100%. Uh, my dad never let us do anything halfway. It was, it was flooring it 100% passionate hustle all the time. Um, you know, he, he came here from Honduras and built a life for us. So I have no excuse to not live that way. So I think if somebody's coming brand new into this game, it is 100%. You got to go all in and you got to do things a little different. You can't do the same thing everybody else is doing all the time and expect a different result. I mean, we know what the definition of that is, right? but you just got to separate yourself. You got to be genuine. People can, people can sense that uh, genuine presence. And I think that, you know, if you're established, you're talking, you're having meetings or you're, um, meeting with people and talking with people, it doesn't necessarily have to be about business. I think that we're in a relationship business. And I think that if you're in new in this, don't try to be fancy. Don't try to do something, you know, uh, Hey, we're lowest rate, quickest turn times. We're the best lender in the world. It's more so, Hey, you know, how's your family? You got any kids? What does that look like? And I think it's a very just genuine conversations, have genuine conversations, mean it, and establish relationships and, and you'll, you'll go far. Nice. Nice. Eric, you got anything on this one, man? I'm just going to piggyback off of Daniel. I think that's the right uh, mentality to have to go out there and just get to know people relationship, you know, mm -hmm. and start it off, get to know them, get to know who they are, get to know what they want, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta plant the seeds. You can't be, um, you know, people smell that, that salesy type stuff. And uh, it's, it's just, and that makes, again, going back to the beginning, it's already a hard, stressful industry. If you have some fun with it, you're just a real person. It's just going to come anyway. And people have to be patient with that. And I totally agree. It's how we run our business. Uh, we just have friends. You know, we have clients that turn into friends. It's really cool over the years of clients that I've become actual friends with. Um, and then it just seems to roll. You know, it just seems to roll. So I agree with everything that you guys just said. That's awesome. Um, Let's have Eric start off on this one, right? Because he's uh, uh, kind of—I like you, Dan, but he might be the brains of the operation. Am I right? Kind of. No, no. Oh, Actually, no. Daniel is the brain of the operation. I'm just here to be here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So the next, the next, uh, you know, three to five years, right? Where do you see the industry going? Whether it's mortgage, real estate as a whole, where do you truly see it going? <sighs> Eric, you you answer that. I have listen. You you. I haven't been in in the game as long as you guys. I, I started out operations for seven years and then mm -hmm. became a loan officer. Successful mm -hmm. at being a loan officer, but you know, I I don't know if I have the experience to necessarily talk market. What I what I know is, um, is that regardless of what this market does, regardless of what happens, um, I'm just gonna rely on the database. I've built the relationships that I've made and I, I should be fine. Uh, regardless if the rates go up or the rates go down. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I try not to talk rate. I try mm -hmm. not to focus on it. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the market's going to do. If I did, I'd probably be able to tell the future. I'd be a millionaire and wouldn't be, you know, sitting here necessarily. I won the lottery already. Yeah. Well, how, how about this from, from an operation standpoint then, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Obviously, there's the whole thing of, oh, LOs are going to be replaced with tech. It's not happening because we just talked about relationship based, right? 
But where do you see, like, on an operation side from a tech plat- platform, what do you kind of see there going there that will allow the LO to be more free up their time to have more relationship-based clients and all that jazz? That's what we want. Like, do you see that happening? Right. I, I think it will. I mean, you, you're not going to – tech is always going to be there, and it's going to continue to grow. I mean, look at the – you know, the NFTs and the mm-hmm. the cryptos and all that stuff. I mean, it, the world is changing, but the important part is, is that we change with it. Um, you mm-hmm. can't, you're not going to fight it. So we're going to change with it. And I think that there's going to be tech to give the loan officers more free time. I think it's going to be uh, more automated to allow, to allow for them to do that. But I, I think we can't lose that personal touch. I think that personal touch is uh, you can't replace personal touches, regardless with any piece of tech. Um, People are going to know if something's automated, automatically written. I mean, a lot of our guys still do handwritten cards, so Mm -hmm. it's you can't replace that. So I think it's it's back end stuff that we can do. Uh, Obviously, we have a you know processing. We we have a processing company, VA Wholesale. Yeah, we third party processing to allow uh, time to free up for our loan officers. Again, like I said, we work for the loan officer. How I how I run back end is that we work for the loan officer to free up their time now. So tech's always going to be there. Tech's going to continue to grow. I mean, there's there's tons of it, tons of yeah, it. Yeah, and and we're seeing it now. And and my opinion, I think where you're getting at is the more technology is only going to help. You know, like we were saying, free up time for the yeah. front end to do the right thing by the client, to spend more time with them, to talk about their budget, and not worrying about if a loan's getting done or not. Let's focus on the real stuff because we, we forget about that. We think about qualifying, qualifying, qualifying. But like we know, how many pre-approvals have you guys done or your LO has done? They're qualified for a million bucks. Doesn't mean that's what they want, you right. know? So you focusing on the budget and making sure that that front-end client, that vets, you're setting them up correctly. And we need more time there, in my opinion. I think that's where tech's going to help. Yeah, it's cool. Tech's going to be fun. I mean, it's cool to see different things pop up. Oh, yeah. What about you, Eric? Where are you seeing, you can say the market, any, where, where do you just see our industry going? You know, I've, I've never, the market never bothers me, you know, because uh-huh. it is what it is. You know, the rate can be five, yeah. six, seven. It is what it is. And people are still going to buy. You just got to educate them a little bit more and understand mm-hmm. their goal, their financial goal to make sure that it doesn't affect them financially. Right. Mm-hmm. And their obligations. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, we know that there's a shortage in the market now. Every market has always been a cyclical, right? Every 10 mm-hmm. years, there's a change, right? Yeah. Except this time, it's a little bit shorter now. You know, we just had the change. Now we're going through again the process. But it's never bothered for me. It's never been uh, an issue, let's put it that way, because the market, it is what it is. And they just, if they want to buy, and we're in a very transient place because it's the military, they get okay. peace back and forth. So that activity is going to continue on in our marketplace. So when the bubble crashed back then, what was 220, what, uh, 2008? Yeah. Eight, nine. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't affect us as much as it affect different parts of the States. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. And we've seen, we've, we've seen so many people in our industry that got through that anyway. It's not happening again, in my opinion. It's not going to happen again. You know, we we have better bars now. We're actually looking at the credit score. They're actually Mm -hmm. skin in the game for the bar. You know, they don't want to walk away from that skin in the game, especially Mm -hmm. if you have the non-QM products. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. I didn't even know what a mortgage was back in 2008. I was still somewhere in Old Dominion hanging out. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
No, I want to thank you guys for hopping on today. I thought this was really cool having both of you guys. Um, if I'm going to recap uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, I mean, you guys, I mean, you're putting in the work, you're grinding, you're doing, just do the right thing. Keep it simple, right? And I'm sure if anybody yes. out there has any questions on if they're looking to start uh, a brokerage or they're looking to hop on to a team like yourself, I'm sure you'll be cool with taking their call. Um, so, I mean, I really loved enjoyed enjoyed talking with you guys. I know the Masters are on. We got that going. So I appreciate you letting me do that. Um, but like you guys know, if you need anything from me, always hit me up and I, I hope I can do the same. Awesome, man. We appreciate awesome. it. Appreciate Thank you so much, JP. Yeah, man. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Have a good one. Later. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Get healthcare for your team, submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you will have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait and sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.